because he had slipped it inside the sleeve of a mix CD. He had inherited a battered black typewriter from his great-uncle Desmond, who'd supposedly been a war correspondent, though Will was unclear which war it had been. There was a dent in the carriage return that Will theorized might be from a ricocheting bullet. In any case, Will liked composing letters on the typewriter, even when it would have been much easier to send an email or call a person on the phone. Incidentally, the boy wasn't anti-technology, he just had an appreciation for things other people had forgotten. I should tell you that the following dispatch, while being the only record of the events leading up to my accident, does not really convey much of Will's personality. It was completely unlike him to be so formal, stiff, boring even. You do get some sense of him from his footnotes, but half of you probably won't bother with those anyway. I know I didn't. At the time, I felt about footnotes nearly the same way I did about orphan stories. Chief, the first thing you should know about me is that I remember everything. And the second thing is that I'm probably the most honest person in the world. I realize that you can't trust anyone who says that they're honest. And knowing this, I wouldn't normally say something like that about myself. I'm only telling you now because it's something I feel you should know. In an attempt to make myself useful to you, I have assembled a timeline of the events leading up to your accident, which you may or may not find helpful, but you will find below. 6.36 p.m. Naomi Porter and William Landsman, co-editors of the national award-winning footnote, honorable mention, NSPA, Thomas Purdue Country Day School Yearbook, leave the offices of the Phoenix. Footnote, while school starts after Labor Day for mere mortals, it starts in August for football players, marching band, and us, and birdwatchers. We had been planning to photograph the first meeting of the Tom Purdue Birdwatching Society the next morn. 6.45 p.m. Porter and Landsman arrive at the student parking lot. Porter realizes that they have left the camera back at the office. 6.46 p.m. Discussion, footnote, we often discuss things. Others might call this arguing. Discussion ensues regarding who should have to return to the office to retrieve the camera. Landsman suggests settling the matter with a coin toss. Footnote poses a series of interesting philosophical questions which I am still pondering, but am not prepared to discuss at this time. A proposition which Porter accepts. Landsman says that he will be heads, but Porter states, footnote, also arguing, that she should be heads. Landsman concedes, as oft happens. Landsman flips the coin and Porter loses. 6.53 p.m. Landsman drives home. Porter returns to the Phoenix. 7.02 p.m. Approx. Footnote. Unfortunately, from this point forward, I have had to rely on the reports of others, like your dad and that cat James. Porter arrives at the Phoenix office where she retrieves the camera. 7.05 p.m. Approx. Porter falls down the exterior front steps at school. Porter strikes head on bottom step, but manages to hold on to the camera. Footnote. The camera was an Oneric 8000G Pro which we had just purchased for $3,599.99 tax-free plus shipping using the entire proceeds of last year's wrapping paper fundraiser. The staff of the Phoenix thanks you. Porter is discovered by one James Larkin. Footnote. I don't know what he was doing there that day. As I mentioned to you, I am always available to answer any other questions as they might arise. I remain your faithful servant, William B. Landsman. Footnote. I imagine you have also forgotten that the B stands for Blake, 
although William Blake is probably my least favorite poet, and I only feel 50% about him as an artist. The woman responsible for the name, a.k.a. my mother, will also be your AP English teacher, a.k.a. Mrs. Landsman. P.S. Apologies for the I key. I assume you figured out by now that the thing that resembles a trident is actually the letter I. There's a defect in my typewriter such that every time capital I is pressed, U comes down with it. Of course, I didn't remember any of this. Not the coin toss, not the camera, certainly not my best friend, the voracious William Blake Landsman. The first thing I remembered was that cat, James Larkin, though I didn't even know his name at the time. And I didn't remember all of James, James proper, just his voice, because my eyes were still closed and I guess you'd call me asleep, or half asleep, like when your alarm clock sounds and you manage to ignore it for a while. You hear the radio and the shower, you smell.